Welcome back, all of you Ugnots and Jawas, and thank you for checking us out for another week here at Mando Talk, where we discuss everything going on in Star Wars, but right now we're primetime mid-season talking about The Mandalorian, so we're here tonight to talk about Chapter 10, The Passenger. My name's Caleb Keller, and joined alongside me, as always, is Nolan Ferris. What's up? What's up, everybody? <laughs> Hope everybody is enjoying Season 2 of The Mandalorian. I know we are, um, and tonight we're going to dive into Chapter 10. Chapter 10, baby. Yeah. Now with us, again, coming back after last week's premiere episode, we also have Brandon Anderson. What's up? Had to come back after that, you know, Chapter 9. Chapter so 9 good. was pretty freaking good yeah man. yeah all right jacob what's up man not much man. jacob keller's in the house how about that lit intro how about <laughs> that lit intro man great mando music now yep. before we even get going ba i talked to you about how there was something i wanted to say on the podcast just for fun yeah those of you following along with the nfl season titans not play me. the bears this weekend mm-hmm. the titans are my team the bears are your team so i wanted to say this on air here and I'll let you agree or not. If the Titans win next week's podcast episode, you have to wear a Titans piece of clothing, hat, I don't know, something that I have, I'll give it to you. If the Bears win, vice versa. Okay, I'm down with that. All right, let's do it. <laughs> so next week, that's easy though. We're gonna like have it. some trash talk. So real quickly, Titans are gonna crush them oh yeah oh yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> i'm even wearing this shirt but we know for a fact that we know who's gonna win nick Foles. i don't know man i mean i think he's hurt it, nick Foles is hurt I too think so and trubisky's hurt i know and trubisky's hurt his backup's hurt so if yeah. Foles can't play we're gonna start a receiver at quarterback all right yeah i mean fair <laughs> enough fair enough okay guys we're here to talk star wars i just real quickly wanted to get that bet on air have some fun here at the beginning Nolan doesn't care. He's like, whatever. Let's uh, get into this. I will say, I will say one thing. Um, these hats are awesome. <laughs> They're yeah, they awesome. Are. <laughs> so, there's that. We'll be wearing the hats next week, regardless. Anyway, anyway, let's get to this. We got a lot of things to talk about with Chapter Ten. I will say this though, real quickly. We got one news piece to hit before we get going, and it's pretty legit. So let's kind of dive into that. Before we talk about the actual chapter, yeah, right on. Deadline, which is a pretty legitimate news source, is reporting that a Boba Fett spinoff series is one week away from fil- filming. Questionable for me. I don't know how I feel about this. It's really random for me. It just popped up out of nowhere. I don't know how y'all possibly feel about it. I mean, last week we obviously got the return of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I saw this today on social media and uh, was very surprised um, I don't, I don't a hundred percent believe it. Yeah, I'm uh, kind of just same because boat. you know we've heard a lot of rumors that haven't been true, but this is the first time we're hearing about it, and it's supposed to be filming next week, right? Yeah, come on. Yeah, now you guys got to make these rumors a little bit more believable. <laughs> for me. Well, and then it, Deadline also, I think, in that report, say that the Mandalorian season three shoots the next week. So there's going to be crossover and shooting, which to me then questions like, well, couldn't Boba Fett be on the set of season three of The Mandalorian? Like, wouldn't that mm-hmm. make more sense? And, yeah, yeah. And they say spinoff in the report. So is it a spinoff of The Mandalorian or is it a spinoff of 
the original trilogy, like what time frame are we dealing with. Okay, so let me ask you this. Do you think it's just going to be like a, uh, you know, maybe like an hour and a half special? Mm. Or do you think it's going to be like a... Uh, Another mini series, like maybe three episodes. I think that like it they would, did with the last, uh, the last three episodes of the uh, from, Clone Wars. From what we know so far, from just this one rumor report, on the surface, I think it would make sense for it to be kind of like a Kenobi thing, where they're only making it like six episodes max, okay. and not yeah. going beyond that. Yeah, that way it's like background to how did Boba Fett get there in season two of the Mandalorian? If they're not going to do it in the Mandalorian, they got to do it somewhere. So that might be the right, avenue right. that they do that. BA, Jacob, y'all's kind of initial takeaways. I tend to lean toward that idea that it's going to just show how he got out of the pit, maybe how he lost his armor. Yeah. And just some of those things. And it may, you know, he may come back into season two, but then he goes back and then we follow that path a little bit in the series and then it comes back. And right. So you think it's going to be post, uh, Return episode six. Yeah. Yep. I think so. I think yeah. it would if they were to do it. If it's true. Yeah. Because yeah. they got the actor if it's for true. it yeah. for Tamara Morrison. I mean, he's got that part uh, perfectly so, lined up with after Return of the Jedi. I'm not sure how I feel about that timeline. And it is probably is going to be that. But just throwing this out there, what if we're done with Boba Fett in season two, like in the next few episodes? Mm-hmm. Or say we we don't get closure, yeah. Say that's left open, mm-hmm. but they do this spinoff series, and all all we see from the Mandalorian is what we saw in Chapter Nine, and then they spin off of that. See, I think that would be a mistake personally. I feel like with the Mandalorian, with them introducing Boba Fett in Chapter Nine, like that got so many people oh, yeah. that weren't necessarily possibly not on board at this moment. I don't know why you wouldn't be, but if you weren't on board and you saw Boba Fett, I think that would make you get on board to invest and want to see more. And I feel like it'd be a mistake to release a Boba Fett series while The Mandalorian is still going on because then that takes away mystery for The Mandalorian. Yeah, and it takes away views from The Mandalorian. I feel like that's going to get swept on the rug like kind of Solo did. Yeah, okay. Jacob, what are your kind of thoughts? I know we've been kind of going, but what do you think about it? My thoughts are that, you know, I'm hoping that um, we see more of Boba Fett in season two. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, let's just say I'm pretty sure that we will, and that's my hope. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, I don't know. I think this might just be a rumor just because, you know, usually we hear about directors and writers right. before a show. Start shooting. Sh- <laughs> yeah, start right. shooting. Yeah, you that's know. a pretty big jump. Um, and I think it's just more likely that Boba Fett was spotted on set for season three yeah. of The Mandalorian. Like I don't yeah. and honestly, to be fair, I did not fully read the article. So maybe there's something in there that I'm missing. I'm just spitballing based off the headline. Who knows? We'll see. Well, if there's two things that Star Wars always has, it's super critical fans and conspiracy theories. True. So, so now that we've seen <laughs> chapter ten. Yes. Um, and we know that we are not on Tatooine anymore. Yeah. <laughs> when are we going to see Boba Fett again, if it is in season two? Yeah, Jacob. so let's go uh, ahead and address that elephant in the room. Jacob. Go ahead, Jacob. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we'll go back to Tatooine this season? Based off of what I remember from the trailer, it doesn't look like it. Ooh, that's true. I feel like we have seen all of our Tatooine shots. So, so does Boba Fett track him? No. Or, hmm. He could. 
No. Because he possibly could still have Slave 1, the ship. Yeah, possibly. Do you think it takes a season one turn and he's recruiting help and he goes back and picks (laughs) up Cobb Vanth? Okay, yeah, so Cobb Vanth did say, you know, I hope to see you again. It's one of those moments where it's like, you're going to see him again. Leaves the door open. We'll see him eventually. But in this season, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like it would be a, a lot huge, of things are in the air. Like you said, I think it would be a huge mistake for them to put Boba Fett in that one scene at the end of one episode mm-hmm. in this one season, and then it, and then them say, "Well, you got to watch another show yeah. to figure out why he's standing there." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But now we got to watch know another one. He wants one. that armor back. <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt. I mean that that's Boba Fett's armor. Mm-hmm. Listen, I was so. Let's go ahead. Are y'all ready to go ahead and get into chapter 10? Because based on this, I'm ready to do it. Well, uh, let me say one thing. Sure. Um, I saw this meme earlier this week that said uh, Pedro Pascal um, is out with an injury because he's carrying the entire Star Wars franchise on his <laughs> back. <laughs> I, would, I would agree to that if, yeah, yeah. Oof. Right now, I guess. Currently. I just thought it was funny when I saw it. <laughs> BA, you got any last shit I hate to throw out there while we're kind of bashing? <laughs> nah. I think as of now, yes. But when Kenobi comes out. Ewan McGregor, baby. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I t- And supposed to be Christian. Hayden Christensen Hayden coming Christensen. back. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see. Really? My rebuttal the- to. Uh, Mando Carrion, uh-huh. or Pedro Pascal Carrion. Yeah. Did you guys see that frog lady? She might be Carrion. The reactions in the room were pretty, Dude, pretty frog positive. Lady, frog, frog lady. lady. So, yeah. Let's get into chapter 10 then. <laughs> chapter 10, that's why we're here. Chapter 10, The Passenger. I was disappointed that we didn't see Boba Fett, so yeah. let me just get that out in the open right now. And I know I was reading through Twitter just like real quickly to kind of get feedback from just general Twitterverse people out there. Mm-hmm. People are, it is dangerous. You're going to see the negatives. The <laughs> yeah. negatives out there are that this is a filler episode, that there wasn't really anything. I don't that, think it uh, was. That advanced the story. And I 100% agree with Nolan's take. So why don't you bounce off of that? I don't think it was because it ties into the connections made in season one. Uh, you know, we finally get a little bit more reason for the. What used to be for me kind of pointless episode of the prison episode in season one, yeah. chapter six. Yeah, that's uh, that's how he gets escapes with his life in this episode. True. So I'm a big fan of that. We get a little bit more detail on, um, uh, you know, the prisoner that he uh, he helped escape. Was it Quinn? Yeah, Quinn, Ken, who, however you say yeah. it correctly. And then uh, Davin. Which is an, uh, Lieutenant Davin. Lieutenant Davin. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it all ties in together right there. Yeah, that was um, cool. I think the space spiders kind of reminded me of Harry Potter. Yes, Do you guys did. remember that? Yeah. Where they were like, yeah. yeah. So that's exactly what that reminded me of, and I didn't really dig that part. Okay. But as far as um, everything else, I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Yeah. No, I actually kind of enjoyed the spider part the most. And I agree. Like, when I first saw it, I was like, Harry Potter, man. This is, yeah. like, it reminds me of it. But then again, like, it was super cool for me. Because it was different. And that's what I want out of The Mandalorian. I want it yeah. to be different. Yeah. Would I have ever imagined in my dreams <laughs> that I would see a frog lady in Star Wars and then a, a mass 
amount of spiders. I Absolutely have spiders. Not. Yeah. So no. another thing, real quick, that that it reminded or that I took away from this episode, and then you know you guys can jump in, <laughs> yeah. but uh, the uh, the relationship between the child and the den kind of grew. Oh yeah. Through this yes. episode, quite a bit, and opened it up where it looked like Baby Yoda was trying to talk in some points you yeah know, yeah a little bit of jibber uh-huh. jabber right there that's I was kind like, of the first place that we see that yeah and they're trying to communicate with each other which is growth right yeah. so i'm excited to get into that a little bit m- more as the season agreed mm-hmm. moves on agreed what do you guys think initial takes I before mean, you we can, dig you saw how you know uh the child would like run to Den whenever the situation is rough. Yeah, and then and lays on him. To, yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah. comfort. Yeah. yeah. And then... <laughs> <He just> cuddles in. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, you can see Den being protective. Like he's his son or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he... <laughs> he gives away his jetpack with all intentions of giving it back, uh, yeah. getting it back. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> you see that vulnerability with him because that's the first time, you know... Really, he's been put in that spot in season two, mm-hmm. and so we see yeah. that development of that's his kryptonite, you know. Right. So it's uh, mm-hmm. since he's been given this task, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. I agree. Now we can go ahead and dive into kind of my points that we have, and we'll continue to flesh out kind of the things that we need to say along the way. Uh, B.A., before we dig into that, any just initial takes on that chapter itself? I was just going to say, we get to see Mando's intelligent in like a different way, because ultimately he has this goal to deliver Baby Yoda back to his people, but we still get to see his street smarts taking care of anything that steps in the way, and we get to see that relationship like you guys have talked about, you know, the father-son, but he's determined, you know, and I think he said it multiple times, different quotes, you know, like, wherever he goes, I go, and all that stuff, so... We get to see his intelligent used smartly to protect the child, but also, I know it's like first scene he gets yeah. he gets his jetpack back. So. And to bounce off of that, um, he knows a lot of languages. Oh, I know, <laughs> but, but he doesn't know frog. Yeah, frog. <laughs> so, yeah neither uh, do I. <laughs> but uh, I thought, I mean, I thought that was cool. I picked up on that. You know, he knows Hatties. In the last episode, he knew Tuscan, uh, Tuscan Tuscanese, or whatever. Yeah. So um, that's a. Uh, that's interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do it then. Let's, let's get into let's it. Let's dig. We've given our initial takes, each of us. Let's dig and see if we can dig out any more. Again, here at Mando Talk, we speculate like crazy and we dive into things too much. So yep. I've broken yep, this into us. phases just like we did last week. We've got the opener that we'll talk about real quickly. Now, we started off really strong for me because we open up right there on Tatooine. So me immediately, I'm thinking... All right, we're getting our Boba Fett answers. We're still here. All right, I'm safe. Uh, But we see Mando racing across the desert. Beautiful shot. Beautiful scene. Yeah. Baby Yoda's ears flapping in the wind again. Perfectly (laughs) executed. Uh, And here's my question. I mean, we see that Mando is ambushed, I guess you would say. They know and they reference him as the child. Are these people, and they're a mixture of races, and and I'm not familiar with, what their species are and everything, at least not off the top of my head, are these guild members? Or are they just people that see the value in the child from afar? And they're just like, all right, let's execute on this. I feel like it's that last because, you know, I feel like if they were bounty hunters, well, first, 
the bounty got called off by the guild, right? Then you know I feel like they would be out there with sniper rifles if they were. Um. So I can see what you're to, saying. To go off of that, uh, yes, the guild is not hunting the uh, the child anymore, mm-hmm. but there are bounty hunters that aren't in the guild. Correct. Yeah. Independent contractors, yep. you know, the ones that work for the Empire mostly. Yep. Yeah. Like Boba Fett was. Right. So, um, I don't know. They prob- they might be bounty hunters, mm-hmm. but I don't think, I'm like you, Jacob, I don't think they're in the guild. Okay. Fair. I mean... But they acted and were like bounty hunters, and they were definitely after the child. Right. Any possibility that maybe they're bounty hunters working for Boba Fett? I mean, I'm just trying to throw in Boba Fett connections here. Ooh. I did not even think about that. I mean, that. Boba Fett saw him from afar, and when Boba Fett saw him, was it going into evening? And that means by the time we see Mando here, it's the morning time, so Boba's had a chance to tell his bounty hunters to, hey, go chase down that speeder. I want that armor back. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. What do you think, B.A.? Oh, I, I don't know. I I tend to, to think that these are just, like, bounty hunters because the, th- the thing that sort of debunks mine, though, is that they do call the child out by, like, the sees child. the child, yeah. But I think that was a Jawa, right? That he hands the jetpack to. No, nah. it wasn't a Jawa. It nah. does okay. sound very similar. That's what I thought it was because he was talking about you know there's a lot of value in these parts that were part of the speeder. True. And yeah. then he he ex- he accepted the jetpack trade a little too soon for like their <laughs> primary target to be. It may be that he feared for his life and was just like, I'll yeah. take what I can and get out of here. That's but, true. Yeah, that's true. I feel like they were just you know thieves like. Just um, randos. Like highwaymen. Yeah, highwaymen, yeah. I mean, it's definitely possible for us to have rando bounty hunters just wanting to do whatever they want to do. I mean, n- not everything has to connect to something and or they somebody. Yeah, yeah, they could have just been like raiders or yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of uh, like a gang. Right. Just wanted to kill somebody and take their goods. Absolutely. You know? But at the same time, like B.A. said, they were after the child. Correct. So, yeah, that kind of debunks my Boba Fett won his armor back theory, too, then, if they're yeah. just looking for the child. And that kind of debunks our Raider theory. Like, why would Raiders be specifically after the child? They don't know what it is. Maybe they could already tell right away that that, that Mando, that that was his weakness. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? And, again, they might know. just see it as an opportunity to take down a Mando and yeah. hurt his pride, which, obviously, everyone's acting like they never see Mandalorians, so... Who knows? But overall, and I know we did this last week, and we'll just do it with this one compared to last week. Was this opener, how would you compare it to last week's? We loved last week's opener. We loved the action. I was emotionally kind of hurt when I saw the child rolling on the ground. Yeah. When that speeder uh, <laughs> kind of, you know, crashed. Um. So I don't think it was as good as last week. Agreed. It was just... Well, and because... Uh, not say anything about the director or anything, but the director for last week wasn't it? Was it John Favreau? John Favreau directed last week's episode. Yeah, but what yeah. was the guy that did all the uh, action moves and stuff? Uh, I don't remember his name. Well, anyways, that guy mm-hmm. did like the fight scenes for which movie? Uh, Extraction. Yeah, Netflix. So, well, yeah, he directed but, that movie. Right. So that that first fight sequence, whatever, with the yeah. whistling birds and. Um, it's hard to beat. 
It's hard to beat. Hard to beat. I mean, you get some hardcore men. And Mando kind of got whooped there for a little while. Yeah. Now, granted, it was four, four, three. But I like those odds. Yeah, I like those odds. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And again, though, I will say this before we leave away from the opener. I, again, I, I don't know why I got Iron Man vibes whenever he did the whole jetpack jet sequence. And he was okay. able to call it back down to him just like he Iron Man's able to do with his suit anywhere that he is. Yeah, his Super suit, cool. his like little arm piece or whatever gauntlet must have some serious Bluetooth connectivity. <laughs> like Absolutely. for real. Jarvis is working good <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so his speeder crashes and we're on to the next sequence. We're out of the opener. It's revealed that this one's called The Passenger. And we oh, get back to... And he treks through the yeah. entire desert in that armor. That'd be tough. With all of that cargo. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> we get back to Pelimoto. And she's playing a game that we've seen before. Sabak. Mm -hmm. uh, now, interesting character species that she's playing that with. Do, do y'all remember the name? It, it popped up in the subtitles. Dr. Mandible? Dr. Mandible. Interesting. I mean, <laughs> again, just one of those things I never thought. Do you think he's like a PhD doctor or like a doctor of medicine? What do you think? I'm thinking like a doctor of medicine. That's okay. what he looked like to me because he's got so many arms. No, you pointed it out too because we were talking about the large amounts of insects in this episode. Yeah. And it was Correct. the director of Ant-Man. Right. right. So Peyton Reed, the director of this episode, has directed Ant-Man and also Ant-Man and the Wasp. And he's set to direct Ant-Man 3. So he's a big ant guy. And <laughs> he's we, a big yeah, insect. You can dude, see man. it. Space mm -hmm. bugs. <laughs> okay, so Mando meets up with Pelimoto, and she gives him kind of the next mission, uh, what this goal is going to be. So she's got a contact that apparently has seen Mandalorians, and that contact happens to be the husband of Lady Frog. Frog Lady. <laughs> Frog Lady. Yep. Is it Lady Frog or Frog Lady? Both. Doesn't matter. Okay. No, it doesn't matter. Now... Their mission is to go to Trask, and let's just go ahead and talk about this. I think, personally, that the place that we've been saying that is Mon Cala mm -hmm. might actually end up being Trask. Yeah, I agree So with I think that. we might, again, our perfect record might be in Jeopardy, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't make that call. <laughs> Fair enough, but still, we are Mando Talk. Here. Mando Talk made the call. And I think that the water planet that we're going to end up going to, or I guess moon, is in fact trash because the eggs in the water, in the tube, or whatever you want to call that, and also whenever Lady Frog is taking a bath later with the water, it again, it just makes me feel like that that's the place that the husband has mm -hmm. found that would make the most sense for her offspring to thrive. You know what the look, like the little incubator thing looks like to me? What's that? Looks like the chug jug off Fortnite. <laughs> I can see it. Does it not? I can see it. It's yeah. been a while since I've played Fortnite. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, while. almost like two, is it two years now? When did that game even come out, man? Oh, it came out a long time ago. It's been yeah. a few years. It's been a few years, yeah. it feels like. I was going to say, and you guys may not know this reference, it looks like the backpack with the newborn from the game Death Stranding. Never played it, but I saw like the previews and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? I Norman Reedus was like the face mapping that they use. I think I know what game you're talking about because when I saw like the trailer or whatever for it and it, I saw like that. The trailer is so thingy, weird. It's just the backpack stuck out. Yeah. It was weird. That's what it reminded me. I though. can see that. Uh, I expect some huge merchandising opportunity with that egg and baby Yoda. Kind of like yeah. how we have a bobblehead. <laughs> 
of the child eating a frog or drinking a cup. Like yeah. those are yeah. options from season one. Yeah. This will be an option for season two. Yeah. I mean, that's just money make. Yeah, with a little tadpole egg. Yeah. And do you, do you think they'll sell one of him eating the spider? Because he eats one of those. <laughs> Possibly. And that's a little. Ugh. Possibly. They could sell anything <laughs> with True. the child on it. Yep. Now they're off. They're taking their journey. Everything's going great. Uh, Mando and the child are getting to take a nice little nap. The child's got a nice little hammock in no there. No light speed. Got to bring that up. That's right. Kind of yeah, they can't go into hyperdrive because it'll, I guess, kill the eggs. Was that the yeah. deal? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So that prevents Mando from able to get to Trask really quickly, which causes the kind of big issue that causes all the havoc to eventually occur. The New Republic arrives. Now, yep. <laughs> I thought that it was super cool, these two X-Wings being involved. I was just hoping for a possible team-up uh, when I saw it in the trailer, and I know that's not what we end up getting, but regardless, it's cool to see the New Republic actually governing and kind of doing some things throughout the galaxy because yeah. that's one thing we thought we were going to see in the sequels. Never really got politics or anything like that in the Aside sequels. Aside from the prison barge. Right, so yeah. I think that this show would be a great opportunity to explore that. Now, yeah. one of the X-Wing pilots again... Mr. Dave Filoni. <laughs> Thank you. I was waiting for you to do that laugh, man. Uh, what did y'all think of the whole New Republic getting involved? Uh, the sequence, it was kind of, for me, it was kind of like humorish. I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. what did y'all think? Because I didn't really feel like dire stakes involved in that yeah. situation. Until, until he broke free. Yeah, like, yeah, until yeah. he started trying to chase away. I liked it. Uh, I liked it a lot. I mean, it kind of gave you a glimpse into the way that the New Republic um, patrols space and yeah. uh, kind of controls the way that things move on the, I guess, like space travel lanes. Mm -hmm. um, and they also mentioned that they're looking for an Empire hideout, I guess. Yeah, they were looking for Imperial information, yeah. intel, whatever yeah. they could find, I reckon. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was great. And it was also great because they're kind of like laid back they're like cool dudes yeah. and they're just flying yeah. their x-wings through like, space like like come on bro don't don't <laughs> run away man yeah <laughs> it's the end of their shift and they just had a traffic stop they're like dude don't do this come right on. Yeah. but I, I did think so there's like there's things in star wars that are like iconic yeah. and i thought it was cool you know like mando's having a back and forth with him and then it like it pans over and it shows their wings open up and at that point I was like, there's about to be a chase and that they're just cool. getting ready for mm -hmm. it. That so was cool. that was a cool sight. Now what was the and I what was the reasoning for them pulling pulling him over in our terms? <laughs> um, he didn't have a uh, he was just flying like a ghost. He didn't have any like yeah, he didn't have his transponder on, which I guess sends okay. out a signal that you're there. Gotcha. Okay, so again, yeah, he's just trying to fly under the radar. Fly, yeah black yeah <laughs> now that call again it causes him to break free whenever they ask him about something they in particular. pull up his ping. record they ask him to ping ping him do okay yeah. yeah and i guess they pick up the ping and mm -hmm. then that brings up the record of gotcha. the ship and then they see he was on that prison barge yes and then they're like yes where are you on what was his name bothan six something like you're that. close yeah. You're close to it because that strikes strikes a bell. Yeah. And then that causes him to break free and to split. And that takes us to the planet that, again, 
we thought and I don't think this was a prediction. I don't think this hurts our we, record. We saw like <laughs> one scene, like one half of a scene from the trailer and we right. guess. So we we thought that it could be Ilum, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a planet we see in Fallen Order Jedi and Fallen Order. It's rumored to be the Star Killer Starkiller base. base in Force Awakens. I'm pretty sure right. that's confirmed. I think I think that part of is confirmed. Yeah. Okay. And for some reason we thought that this planet could be Ilum. I mean, we're not given anything that says it's not necessarily. It's <laughs> <This is> true. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, he ends up crash landing and it it gets real bad. Like oh, quick. Yeah. Very quick with <laughs> space spiders. Space mm-hmm. spiders. Now But there's a hot spring though, so <laughs> Yeah. If it was like a you know, a B and B, it'd be like two stars. It's a hot yeah. spring, but there's yeah. also spiders. You like Motel Six, yeah, right. I so what this made me think of was, you know, just imagine you're in your car. It's the dead of winter. You're in the middle of nowhere. You don't have a cell phone, and you break down. You crash. <laughs> Why does this sound like something that would happen to you, man? It does <laughs> sound exactly like something like that it happened happen to me last me. week. <laughs> it did happen to him last week, yes, almost. So we're glad we're kind of safe. sort of. I wasn't like in the middle of nowhere with no, you know, phone. No, but, but you just crashed into a slid into a ditch. <laughs> yeah. PC finna <been> die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, we but, I could tell some stories about Jacob real quick, but we're we're just gonna focus. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta we gotta stick to the basics. <laughs> so just imagine that it's a bad situation. Yeah, it is, and it's like cold. I don't know, probably like worse than Alaska cold because oh, definitely. the entire planet is ice. Yeah, and can we talk about how awesome it looks? Mando's helmet being like frozen over yeah, slowly. It does. That's such a cool visual. <laughs> I love the way that looked. Now. One thing that I thought was really interesting, first thing that we see in this chapter when they're doing the recap, we see that droid, Zero. And we had no clue. Like, that was so random. Yeah. But then we get, like, that connection, like, okay, Mm -hmm. we get why he was in the recap now because Lady Frog uses her brain. Like, that was a brilliant idea Mm -hmm. uh, to, I guess, break into Zero's translator whatever it's called i don't know they say it in the episode uh but that's how lady frog ends up communicating with mando and motivates him to like all right get up and keep your word you're a mandalorian come on (laughs) brah yeah she kind of guilt trips him into it like i thought you guys were better than this maybe it was just a story right his pride is like here we go again (laughs) yeah yeah and he so mando starts fixing starts getting to work working on the ship and Lady Frog sneaks off to that little bath, which I thought, I don't know, I just thought that scene was weird. I just, again, it's <laughs> one of those things I don't expect in Star Wars. A naked frog taking a bath yeah. with some eggs. <laughs> yeah, if you would have told me that's what we were going to see last week for <laughs> Chapter 10, I'd have been like, so a naked frog, huh? <laughs> Aren't all frogs naked? And, like, it would have been a big deal. Yeah, so I yeah. made the comment while we were watching it. John Favreau says he wants this to be like Game of Thrones. We got our nudity. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> yeah. Big baths. Spiders. Space spiders. It does remind me of a scene that Jon Snow... And, uh, anyway, I mean, I could get into anyway, it. Anyway, no, we'll we don't need on. to. We don't need to. <laughs> okay. And again, at this bath, chaos ensues. Yeah. I, spiders. So those eggs, all those eggs, the spider eggs. Yeah. Uh, have y'all seen the movie Alien? No. Or Prometheus? No. 
Okay, well, it reminds <laughs> me of that. There's okay. Just, there's just, like, thousands of eggs, and, yeah. you know, they pop open, and they have the face huggers, and they get in your body. Face huggers. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the movie Alien, and it's a pretty creepy show. Pretty yeah. Pretty creepy movie. Now, what'd y'all think of that big spider once it arrived? I was like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> B.A., don't you love spiders? I do not. <laughs> not even a little bit. He doesn't he even, said, he doesn't even do want to be here, man. <laughs> I do not. Once I saw the egg, like when he cracked open the eggs, I was like, this is going to be bad. Like I kind of <laughs> had a feeling that yeah. spiders, because I mean, you go from dragons, what, what said, else are you going to get? I got a bad feeling about this <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Did they say that in season one? I've got a bad feeling about this. And I, that's so hard for us to pull off the top of our yeah, heads. Yeah, let me just think about that one. <laughs> okay, let us know if you're watching on YouTube. If you remember, um, I've got a bad feeling about this in season one. Comment below. Tell us when it was, and we'll check it out. I want to say it was when they were flying into the space prison. Hmm. I think Mayfield might have said something. Might have said it. Yeah. Now that you're saying that, man, Mando talk delivers yet again. Possibly. I hope that's right. <laughs> yeah, possibly. So, with BA's fears here, green guts going everywhere whenever Mando is blasting those mm -hmm. spiders. Then Mando finally gets into the Razor Crest, and all those spiders start, you know, just climbing up, building up like a mountain. And he finally uses shooting webs. <laughs> shooting webs. Are we grossing you out any, or are you just we're, like... I mean, we're, we're good. It's got to happen, so... He we'll said, we're out. beyond grossed out. Just get it over with. <laughs> oh, hey. Y'all thought that it was cool that uh, he oh, was yes. trying to warm up his flamethrower. Yeah. You could see the flame, like, yeah. building up slowly. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, yes. Small details like that, just like, oh, yeah. oh that's awesome. Uh, and he finally uses his brain by burning all of them, <laughs> or as many as he can. Yep. And Lady Frog saves the child. Let's not forget about that moment. I feel like that was a pretty solid moment. That indicates to Mando, like, all right, I can trust her. Because, again, that's Mando's main mission is to make sure that this kid is safe. And then the big spider, as they're trying to escape, crashes down on them. And then somehow, oh my again... Y'all, the mouth, though. The mouth of that thing. Dude, did you hear the <laughs> scraping noise of the teeth yeah. on the glass? That made me cringe. Yeah. Honestly. Um, but yeah, it's just like rows of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of gross, kind of gross. The new Republic saves the day though. Um, those, those two pilots come back, Dave Filoni, and I don't know who the other guy is, but they kill the remaining spiders. They kill the big spider and that gives Mando enough time to escape. And that's where we get all of that information, the connections back to chapter six, the prisoner, I think mm -hmm. it was called The Prisoner, um, where it talks about the arrest warrants, uh, talks about him putting those three in prison and protecting that lieutenant, Davin, on that transporter or prison. Um, really cool connection. Yeah. It makes that what we initially thought last year as a filler episode no longer seem like a filler episode. Yeah, and that's exactly. what I feel like is going to happen with this one. So people out there that think this is a filler episode, I mean – I can't sit here and say, like, I I don't see where you're coming from, but I don't think that this episode is that. I think, yeah. first of all, again, we get heavy Mando and child details here where it's father-son relationship fully 
great moments between they're those starting two. to communicate with each other that's correct I think, very very important oh, yeah. and i think forward. that's probably the biggest thing to take away from this episode and obviously we're now on our way to what well, we can assume trask and hopefully we get there mm -hmm. next episode limping through space just like we saw in the trailer at the very beginning of the trailer right what uh what language do you think uh din is going to teach the child Hatties? I think multiple. As many, I guess, as <laughs> possible. <laughs> See. Hmm. When the child speaks English, though, I wonder if it's going to be like like Yoda. Yoda. Yeah. It, <laughs> even if it's not, initially, they'll make that call back eventually. Like, they'll make that connection, I think. Yeah. Even if it's not how baby Yoda talks for throughout his time on the show he'll at least do it once so people are like ha, i got but it what if that's just the way that his species <laughs> talks <laughs> yeah no i i think that would be cool too like uh i'm here for it like a gungan yeah 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 um real quickly because now i know we finished the episode we've ran through all of my notes that well, i have i just want to say that i thought it was really cool that you know um when the pilots are saying basically we're going to let you go because you showed that you had a good conscience during all of this. Yeah. Um, and Din was like, well, how about you uh, help me fix the hull of my ship? And they're just like, nope. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. And be like, how about you just how about you just get that ship running? Yeah. They're just like, how about you get that transponder running? Yeah. Like us, roll out. <laughs> us allowing you to be free still is enough, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, dude, do you realize how cold it is outside? Yeah. Deuces. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and get into the speculation portion. We've ran through the episode. I've only got one thing that I have on my mind that I just real quick want to talk about, and then I'll open it up to you guys if you have anything else that you are possibly thinking about. Um, we know that, again, he's heading to Trask. And we're basing that off of the husband of Lady Frog is wanting Lady Frog to get there because that's the place that's inhabitable for their species. So does but that as mean well, his name is going to be Sir Frog? <laughs> I hope, man. That'd be cool. <laughs> um, but on... I've, I've lost my track here. Um, Sorry. <laughs> we know that Mandalorians are there, supposedly. Mm -hmm. That's why the Mandalorian even signed up to this mission. And if, in fact, Trask is the water planet that we thought was Mon Cala, could it be then that the that hooded individual that we see in the trailer is, in fact, Sabine Wren? Because we know that she is Mandalorian. So that would line up with both that water planet ending up being Trask, as well as that individual we know she is Mandalorian. So he would end up getting to other Mandalorians at that location. Thoughts on it? Is that a yes? No. I'm not sure. You know, I feel like it could throw us for a major loop. Yeah. I feel like it could be like an Imperial agent or just something that makes his... Like, I feel like it'll go right mm -hmm. in the next episode until something happens and it goes wrong again. You know? True. So that's like the whole show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And then something happens along the way to save him, and we're off to another adventure. So I don't know. I think that we will see a Mandalorian, actual Mandalorian this time. 
Yeah, I hope so. Though. Um, but I don't think it could be Sabine. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be cool for it to be Sabine. Yeah, because didn't wasn't she the last one to wield the dark saber before Bo-Katan? Bo-Katan was was yeah yeah. Uh, before Moff Gideon somehow now has it. Okay, but she did at one point wield the dark saber. So yeah, that would be. I mean, that's a cool thing. We might get some. Uh, she would probably be more knowledgeable on the Force and help. Um, yeah. Yes. And I think she's connected to Ahsoka, too. So there's your intro into her somehow getting into this. But, but if, Yeah, she might be like, well, I've seen this before. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, let, me, let me phone a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. But if this is Sabine, we got to get an answer as to why she's not wearing a helmet. True. And again, I think that just goes back to possibly coverts having different rules, different well, ways. This is the way. I mean, I don't know. I think after the Great Purge, um, they hid in shame. Yeah, I can see that kind of kind of deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we can't show ourselves in public anymore, and if we do, like, mess up the covert. I don't think all the Mandalorians died that the that the armor was melting their armor. I think they just took it off. Because okay. nobody knows what they look like underneath. Right. So now they're just looking like normal looking like normal people till they get to the next covert. Okay. Because they can't all leave at the same time, but they had to get out of there. But then they would be lying if somebody asked them if they hold held fast to the the way. And, you know, ask them, has Who's, anyone ever removed your helmet? Have you ever shown your face to anyone? Maybe yeah. it, they're, they've come to that moment where they have to let that go. Maybe it's time that they're okay with revealing themselves, or they've been forced to. But then wouldn't they not be Mandalorians anymore? Well, I, and again, I hope that this show dives into what truly Mandalorian means. Yeah. Because uh, right now I still feel like there's an argument to be had that this is just a covert or this is this group of Mandalorians rule and not necessarily reflective of all Mandalorians. Because Mandalorians that we've seen in previous Star Wars film, TV, mm-hmm. have taken their helmets off. Yeah, But I do like the idea that it's after the mm-hmm. Great Purge now and they're kind of ashamed or they it was just their way of kind of hiding... Their, themselves you know, and doing their thing. Boba Fett never did, though. Took off his helmet? Yeah. In film, correct. Yeah. But I don't think we necessarily had the time to explore his character in those movies. Yeah. Well, what about um, in Jabba's Palace? You know, he's sitting there chilling out, but he keeps that helmet on. True, true. <laughs> but he's at work, though. But at a, in a group of people, I would if I had Beskar's armor... I'd keep that on to look awesome <laughs> anytime I'm in front of anyone. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I would ever take mine off <laughs> no. if I had some, <laughs> ever. Yeah. B.A., we've been speculating. Any thoughts on, like, your predictions? I, and I know you probably just enjoy sitting back and seeing what happens Hearing next. Guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, th- I think we'll get to that. I guess it's Trask, or maybe they stop along the way at some planet. But I think we're going to get to the one that we saw in the trailer next episode. Right, because we do see the Razor Crest. It looks like coming to a like abrupt, really fast landing at the water planet, mm-hmm. I believe. So that would kind of line up maybe the landing gear while this Razor Crest is in horrible 
condition yeah. is out. So I think opening dropping like a like a meteor. Right. I think opening sequence, yeah, we're flying into the atmosphere, yeah. and then we have a crash landing. I think opening oh sequence God. will have that opening shot that's in the first trailer where it's hovering over those two planets, mm-hmm. and I think that the second one is the moon of yeah. Tresk, or Trask. Is the Razor Crest going to survive? <laughs> yes. I'm going to say it is, but I was trying to think of trailer shots that we've seen past these first two chapters, they've really almost shown everything already from the mm-hmm. trailers, except the water planet. Yeah. I think it has to, um, because it's the it's pre-Empire. But right. they haven't shown uh, Navarro, and they haven't shown where oh, right, right, right. I forgot the about Imperial that. stuff is. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's a good point. And again, no Moff Gideon. Mm-hmm. I think Moff Gideon's coming in the back half. Of the yeah. season, yeah, I think that's when we get our empire info and action. Now, I will say just real quickly back to the Razor Crest thing. I think it, it would be just getting outside of the story. I think it'd be a mistake to get rid of the Razor Crest only because yeah. marketing stuff. Like it's Star Wars's opportunity to have a new Falcon, right? And I know Falcon will never be beaten. That's not what I'm saying at all. But for kids that are growing up with the Mandalorian right now, like they have an opportunity for the Razor Crest to be that that next ship. So I think it'd be too early in the game to kind of get rid of that. I think when he goes back it, to confront Boba Fett, he'll just drop it off to Pelimoto and let her fix it up. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. <laughs> in the real world, though, it would vaporize. Yes, doing that. <laughs> yes, no doubt, no doubt. Well, guys, any other final closing thoughts on Chapter Ten, the pa- the passenger? or Boba Fett stuff that we talked about at the beginning or anything you just kind of want to say to those listening before we get out of here? I mean, I think it's going to be real interesting. Um, We got a lot of um, character relationship building, I think, this episode. And that's, I think, what we need to focus on the most as far as moving forward because the the child and Dean are fitting to start talking to each other. (sighs) be cool i can't wait within the next predicting (laughs) within the next three episodes baby yoda will say his first word that'd be awesome i think it'd be i i'm okay with that i think it'll be last episode though maybe before the season's over but not in the middle of the season no i think he'll say his first word within the next three and i think the last episode he'll call din dad (laughs) you don't think that'll be his first word father I think that might be his first word. Vader. Dad or father or, I don't know, Din. I, I don't or know. Mando. It'll be in <laughs> reference to him, I think. That would be cool. That would be cool. Jacob, final thoughts on the episode or anything you kind of want to say before Mando. we get out of here? Mando. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, looking forward to the next one. 100% agree. Yep. 100% agree. B.A.? I'm looking forward to Frog Lady getting mad that uh, the child yeah. ate so many of her kids. <laughs> Dude, yeah, once she's never going to figure out about once that. Once she starts counting, she's going to be mad. Yeah, she knows. She knows because at the end, you know, she's like... Hugging it. No, <laughs> these are mine. And he's like... Yeah. Gone. That's that's a good point. And I can't wait to see Sir Frog and uh, Lady Sir. Frog... He's going to have a little, uh, like, crown. Reunite with one of those like trick. long frog licks, peck on the cheek, I don't know. Reuniting with the love of their life. Let's talk about... Okay. 
hopping at we're hopping out of here like lady frog <laughs> thank you for listening to mando talk this week uh we really appreciate the support we really appreciate the love uh anytime that you want to communicate with any fellow star wars fans get to us on social media facebook twitter instagram at mando talk on all three of those platforms again thank you jacob and ba for always coming here and again you're no longer guests your co-hosts in all reality. So right. we, we appreciate you guys being here, giving in your insight as well. Thank you again for listening. Nolan, go ahead and take us out of here. And guys, if you haven't already, go ahead and give us those likes and shares. That helps us out yes. tremendously. So we have spoken. <laughs>